1: Not having any guests, and I am pushed Craig to uh, go for a new format. So, this one's going to take a little bit longer. Stop using your emojis, Craig. You're using the new clap and the, the uh, thumbs up from Zoom. We're going in a new format because something that's resonated with me when I'm looking at podcasts is are they getting to the point? Because as much as I love Joe Rogan's stuff, ain't nobody got an hour two hours to listen to a podcast two
0: out two and a half hours man i would love to have a quick version of that like an edited version of the joe rogan podcast the cliff notes of the podcast yeah sign me up
1: so it's going to be hard for you craig because you like to pontificate and go off on
0: tangential things, but uh, I'll just be a guest listener on all these. 10 and I'll just, ones. I'll,
1: you'll just be there with your pretty face and your zoom background, which is not a zoom background. It's your actual backyard with the wind blowing. Yeah, it's but, kite uh, so right today now. we're going to talk about some of the books that have been transformative in our lives. And so we're going to try and cover off on five books. And now the new format is going to be when it's just Craig and I, hopefully I can keep him committed to this. It's 10 minutes.
0: Everybody knows the rules. Okay, Craig, you got, you got you that ready? timer. You got that timer ready okay let's see i want to see it right on the screen where do you get an old school timer like that
1: what do you mean where where you get everything oh i
0: love i love that the sound though too reminds me of 60 minutes remember that all
1: right Craig. 10 minutes everyone knows the rules
0: wait when does it start though now i'm
1: kidding
0: sure Let's go.
1: All right, I will start. One of the first books that changed my life, and I read it literally probably 20 years ago if it came out that long, and it was called, it was by Chet Holmes. It was called The Ultimate Sales Machine, and it transformed the way I thought about marketing. Obviously, it's an oldie but goodie. It's not about obviously current Um, marketing or sales tactics because obviously we live in a digital age, but it was transformative and it shifts the paradigm about literally how to market and sell. Um, So it's a good, it's a good book. Uh, I would recommend you all picking it up and reading. Greg, what's one that you've got?
0: So I'm kind of divided right down the middle. I've got, um, You know, when I say my favorite books, I, every book you read, I think kind of changes you slightly. It just changes the way you think. And I've actually reread books many times. So my favorite books, I reread constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, But since you brought up uh, a business one, I'm going to bring up a personal development one. I'm going to bring up the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. Um, It was a bestseller. You know, I talk about it frequently. Uh, Pete, have you read that one by Any Chance? I, I listened to it on Audible. Um Yeah, same th- when I say read by the way, I'm talking about yeah, Audible. Yeah. Did you listen to the whole thing?
1: No, I kind of lost interest quite on. <laughs> okay, got
0: it. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> I liked it. I like certain bits of it, but like an Audible book for me is is long. Like I don't I, again, I don't want to listen to a long. I want the cliff notes. I'm a cliff note kind of guy, and I want to look at the, the things and um so Anyway. Oh, I just loved
0: it, though. I mean, it just kind of reframes this. I guess the, the fundamental premise is that life is not the absence of problems. Life is in the solving of problems. So if you mm-hmm. have problems and you're working towards them, you're progressing through them, you're happy. So that's why retirement sucks, because you'll solve all your problems, and now your problem is only what time is tea time. And, and, and you do course. talk about that a lot, honestly. I love it. I yeah, love it. and I
1: think that is true. I think, I think we are happiest when we are solving problems. It's not the absence, but it's solving and making progress. I think it's progress is the thing, right? And at the end yeah. of the day, you just can't. You can't give
0: and a flying whatever. Yeah, well, it's a, it's just not. Yeah, you can't give a fuck. You only have so many fucks to give. So the funny part about this is, is like now, you know, we're in the midst of quarantine right now. And I created a problem for myself. I have these big projects going at the house, um, you know, and I have, I bought in a 3d puzzle from Amazon, like this thing that like you crank and it takes a little steel ball and it goes through all these little things, you know, it's like a mechanical puzzle, but it's really flipping hard, man. It's really hard, but that's a problem. I created a problem. So, um, and, uh, I have a friend who's, uh, I might've talked about this before, but I'm going to bring it up again. A, A buddy of mine is, um, a billionaire, a legit billionaire. There's only, what, 2,000 of those on the planet. Lives in this massive house in the ocean, you know, I don't know, 40,000 square feet. And what does he do about a year ago or a year and a half ago? He takes his family, his wife, and his three young children, 5, 7, and 10, or 6, whatever, all very young children, and he puts them on a 58-foot boat, which is mm-hmm. a large boat, but not a large boat for what he did. Any sales to the South Pacific across the sea, which is absolute freaking insanity, man. So um, it was days of boredom and moments of sheer terror. And when his wife finally got to, I think, a supermarket in New Caledonia in the South Pacific, and she tasted a fresh fruit for the first time, she c- cried. I remember her telling me she she wept because she hadn't had fresh fruit so it's like you know this guy's got everything and uh he orchestrates a massive problem for himself like how do i stay alive and get mm-hmm. my family across a massive body of water and it was freaking crazy and that's just that's it so as human beings we are sitting here in quarantine many of us and be like oh this sucks and these problems with these problems are cre- what creates the depth of our meaning and the, and the experience and that's the subtle art not giving him a, a i fuck. do that's i the like fuck. that
1: the progress. Okay. Sorry. That's too much no, pontificating. It's no, it's okay. It's all right. My me, second book, it's okay. You were, that was a good one. My second book that I think was transformative in my career was Built to Sell by John Warlow. And basically, Greg, it goes over a couple of concepts that um, basically entrepreneurs, and I think this is just like Built to Sell. So entrepreneurs build businesses that are too heavily dependent on them right? And in this book, it talks about um, having just kind of chaotic systems and trying to do all things to all people. And the owner, the entrepreneur, it's just actually a story, basically hates his business. And he says, I want to sell my business because I hate it because it's all over the place and we're not making money. And basically he gets with the consultants that says, hey, why don't you just narrow in, create systems on just logo creation. They had a marketing agency, just logo creation, narrow in, create systems around that, automate it, blah, blah, blah. And then you can sell your business. Yeah. And then and, you and, won't want to. And that's what happened at the end I of the know. story, right? It became, it became a business that wasn't predicated on him doing all the work, working 20 hour days and whatever it became one that was on autopilot that was creating awesome work, stayed in his lane. And at the end of the day, it was, uh, it created a lot of happiness for him in his life.
0: Yeah. So I love I that. Pete. I'm going to, I'm going to read that
1: one, man. Did you I'm have to, I that. actually just set Nathan on it as well, um, for building his marketing agency, uh, attention driven, because it's really just so great and staying in your lane. And that's what he's decided to do is really stay very niche. You know, the riches are in the niches, right? And, and I think a lot of happiness is in the niches. So Yeah, you sell
0: um, your business because it's, it's a thorn in your side. You sell it to someone who then systematizes it and has you work for them. And then you're happy and they're happy. Or you, you, you get it ready to sell. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I don't want to sell this. It's working well. So it's funny. Right. We sell our problems. We don't sell our solutions.
1: Right. All right, all right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes, and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an audible book reader. And last, if you haven't heard, uh, we've got an amazing deal with Merchant Cost Consulting and it's for processing and it's a check out that episode. But if you want to get hooked up with that deal, make sure to uh, go to the landing page, bulletproofdiscounts.com. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day and we'll see you soon.
0: Go ahead. What's your next one, bud? Uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to bing bong with you as as normal. I'm going to go to Eckhart Tolle um a new earth which i freaking love but i listened to the audible version of it and eckhart tolle has the most monotone and non-dynamic german voice ever he's like and the problem is that, that, that and it's like fucking like you'll put you right to sleep but if you can not listen to it in bed or while you're driving because if you are listening to it while you're driving you could swerve off the road because it will put you to sleep <laughs> It has such beauty, such beauty. And what I love about it is that the human brain and, you know, obviously um, the Tony Robbins psychology and Mark Manson and all that stuff. The human brain has a what's called he he refers to as a pain body that we look for pain and suffering. And I think it's really appropriate at this particular time, because if you want to find pain and suffering, oh, shit, man, there's a 24 hour news station or a social media feed that will occupy you with how many people have died in your county, what the virus will do, how it's going to be the end of your business and blah, blah, blah. So we have a pain body that wants to seek out pain. And once it's activated, once the ego wants pain, it will find it and it'll keep giving you will keep getting pain for yourself. So you have to be consciously aware of like, Oh, that's silly. I am, you know, looking for pain. And I guess the commonality between those two books, the subtle art and uh, a new earth is that don't be so sure that your brain is taking you down the right path. We tend to go on autopilot and say, my ego wants this, I want this, I want to do this. But just be a curious observer to your ego. That's interesting. I wonder why I'm feeling this way. I wonder why I'm upset today. And um, I think that's a very powerful thing to not own your ego and own your brain.
1: The fifth book, or my my the last one that I would recommend, Craig, is a leadership book. And it's called Extreme Leadership um, by Jocko, I'm sorry, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willenick. And it is, um, just, you know, for leading organizations and really just taking accountability with your team and, and showing, you know, Jocko is such a badass but I would highly, highly recommend this book. If you're leading any kind of people in your organization right now, um, it shows you how to lead and how to win. Um, I was going to say the fifth book was the Bulletproof Dental Practice, Greg, but oh, I yeah, it would be self-aggrandizing.
0: <laughs> well, it's not self-aggrandizing. Um, so I'm going to do it for you. So, you know, I, I think it would be, um, You know, listen, obviously, uh, the book is extremely costly to make. And like I said before, if every dentist on the planet bought two copies, we wouldn't even break even on it. But I'm so proud of the work that we and we've done the math. I get the I get the checks every time the audible um, distribution check goes into our account. I always. Oh, did you hear that?
1: Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, enough, enough self-aggrandizing for today,
0: because ten minutes, Greg. Everybody knows the rules. I know, but it just get the bulletproof audible book. Nope. We'll get we'll get point zero seven nope. cents on each.
1: Nope, note. talk. So you gotta stop it. You gotta all stop. Right, it. All right, all right, all right, all right. That was great. We'll have to do a short one today. Short one tomorrow. We'll just keep pumping them out we're gonna have people you learn don't want to go to 12 10,
0: minutes you don't no, to go to 12 people learning 12 10 minute
1: Wait, maybe maybe we'll modify it maybe it'll be 12 minutes every everyone knows the rules let's get some comments though you know what this podcast. is a play on right the 10 the 10 minutes everyone knows the rules no if you watch barstool sports no. i like barstools and he and he eats pizzas and he says one bite everyone knows the rules i thought 10 minutes everyone knows the rules because i love a 10 minute podcast well let's and get some that, comments on it comment below on the podcast if you like it if you want more content we'll see you next time take care everybody stay safe.